Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 712 for the week of February 17th, 2024. I hope you had a good Valentine's Day. I'm Chris Privetier, bringing you this week's RPGs news and stuff. Uh, joining me, Kelly Ryan. Uh, Valentine's Day was okay. The dinner sucked. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, uh, wh- wait. What was the dinner? We went to Firebirds, and that's like a steakhouse, and the steakhouse had shitty steaks. <gasps> It's like you have to do one thing, and they didn't. You do. Yeah, yeah you we do have a we have a we have a chain it. here called Longhorn Stang House, and they are terrible. We try to get a um um a medium rare or a rare, and they can't cook anything <laughs> less than medium well. It seems it's just the worst. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, well, at least what Vaughn's issue was because the the steak was completely overdone. Mine was. Not overdone, but had like no flavor to it. It was. You think you'd think it, in a place like Wisconsin, we'd have a bunch of good steakhouses, but no, we've got a good Roots Chris, which is technically a chain and not local. Um, there's two local or steakhouses, which eh, one's all right and one's not as one's better than the freaking Longhorn, but not that. Ca- what Sam Sam Walker is here. Sam, you were dead. <laughs> Tell me the story. <laughs> It was years ago, but uh, yeah, I've been legally dead once in my life. Uh, It happened after my mom died. Uh, I got into a car accident, and someone sideswiped me. Mm -hmm. I was fine. I went to file. Well, somebody didn't think so. (laughs) I know. Filed the police report. Police officer comes, looks at me, looks at my license, looks at me, looks at my license, looks at me again. Calls me over. He says, Sam, come here. And I said, what? Like, I'm panicking because police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, did you cancel somebody's license recently? And I was like, yeah, my mom's. Why? And I was like, he's like, I think Service Ontario canceled your license. And then he showed me the screen and it said that I was deceased. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to go to Service Ontario to write a declaration of the living to the provincial Declaration government. of the Living. Yep, I love how 1700s that sounds. The best part was I got the same person who canceled my license. I got her again. Perfect. So went, she's like, no, oh, I remember doing this. Yeah, I can undo. Like, no, I canceled the right license. I'm like, I get that Susan versus Sam is really hard to figure out, but I'm apparently legally dead. And then she swipes it through and she's like, oh, I guess you are. <laughs> So, yeah, I had to write a declaration to the living. Um, and yeah, for did she apologize like, at least? No, what? No, she what? <laughs> she, she did it wrong. It was her. <laughs> she didn't remember. She was an oldie. What else is new? She, what do you, yeah, but then she swiped it through and she's like, You're dead. So, of course, it should be her. She knows it's her. No, it, it's not worth it. It was not worth it in that moment. The manager of the service, Ontario, was like, all right, let's go write this declaration. All right, the manager was there. All right, yeah, all right then. Um, yeah, that's fine. And yeah, I literally yeah. just had to write, I, Sam Marcello, am alive and well. Do you solemnly swear I, that I'm thoroughly mother, up? <laughs> Susan Marcello has been legally dead since this date. And then they reinstated my license on the spot. I was like, oh my God, this is this I is like a that lot. it's t- you, you being alive or not is tied to your license. <laughs> 
in that moment, I guess it was. It's weird. What and then that... Scott looked at me. He's like, "We could have committed crimes for two weeks." Oh, no the wiser. <laughs> I was, was going to say, "What if spoiler alert? She really was dead." <laughs> Pretty much, man. The crimes I could have committed. I, what, well, but just because you would have then gone back to alive, I don't think that would have protected you very much. Oh God, no, it would not have. <laughs> like, I think you could commit the same crimes now and end up in the same amount of trouble. I believe. Oh, probably. Oh, probably. <laughs> but it's one of those moments of just. I like using that as an icebreaker whenever I have to go to like. Says event. you had to get the life's manager to let them know you're alive. You want Karen on life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vaughn. <laughs> but yeah, it's honestly officer i could have robbed that bank i was dead at the time exactly like come I on i was dead at the time i was dead at the time how could i have done it i was dead i'm not a real person come on <laughs> my, my last name's walker see right here <laughs> <laughs> i'm just a dummy my my husband puts in the car to get in the carpool lane come on now but yeah, that so so there's my story about being legally dead for two weeks. <laughs> it's the best two truths and a lie because everybody always assumes that's the lie. <laughs> really? So, I, I yeah. usually with I mean, the really obvious not? ones, you have to pick them because it's too obvious. It's like, no, oh, no. there's there's a story there and they're using it I'm as not cover. Every single person. Wow. I've gotten every single person with it. I, I clearly deal with a lot of gullible people. Well, you're you're making good choices for your other lies, so. I mean, yeah. Um, I Gosh, mean, love it. I I will never forget ne- nearly crashing, have fun nearly crashing the car on the San Francisco highway when we was in the carpool lane, and I said, "Man, it'd be a really dick move for me to die right now." <laughs> Oh my god! Not, you might get a only. ticket for using the carpool. Because I mean, not, not only was it true, but I was quoting DBZ abridged, which just made it a hundred times funnier. Oh, I see. I mean, I remember asking the police officer, and I was like, "Am I in any trouble because of this?" And he's like, "I can't charge a dead person. Just go deal with this." <laughs> At that point. Hmm. I feel like that officer has like just as good a story. No, wait a second. Wait a second. If you hadn't gone and sorted it out, what could they do to you? I don't know. Like, can they? Can other people testify that you're actually alive so that they can then charge you? Maybe. Maybe I bet this officer said something stupid by saying that, and it's not actually true. I bet someone can figure out how to charge a dead person. You know what? We can, we can research this. We can absolutely do it. But I mean, in that moment, I mean, I was like, again, quivering in my, you know, little booties because I'm just like, oh, what, what did I do? Quivering in your toque? My little toque. <laughs> I'm a boot. It was winter. It was winter. And just being like, oh my God, I've barely had my license for like, you know, three months. This is great. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was oh, that yeah, recently. No. Okay. It was that recently. <laughs> My yep. goodness. Yeah, no. Uh, I pr- apparently live a very interesting life, you know, dying and all. <laughs> you you have the most eventful life ever for a librarian. I really do. <laughs> I 
life is exciting. <laughs> I'm going to assume a librarian lives a pretty boring life. And then you hear my stories and it's like, oh, God, like, <laughs> what the hell? Sam's clearly drunk on power, which um, all the teenagers learned two weeks ago. I truly am. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. You want to watch me, you know, kick a bunch of teenagers out for sassing me? Oh, oh, it was so great. My favorite thing ever is them being like, you're a bitch. And I'm like, I know. <gasps> Sam, what did we say? Me. What did we say? Hey, it's a part of the story. <laughs> it's part of the story. But that's my favorite part because then they look at you like really confused being like, oh, my insult didn't work. And it's like, no crap. Did it not work? Like, I wear that Brad badge proudly. Thank you very much. <laughs> you take much. out your scarlet B and put it yep. on your chest. <laughs> Just walk around. <laughs> See, this this is actually appropriate because I'm a librarian and I need to teach you about the Scarlet Letter anyway, so. <laughs> Ugh, hate that book. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, I don't then. play the classics most of the time, so it's fine. You mean slut-shaming the book? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all should just become librarians because, my God, your life is exciting. You have toddlers showing you their belly buttons. Duh, don't do it in the U.S. People bring guns to the library, but yeah, I know your your country is uh, questionable. We can't even I... have a Super Bowl party. All right, we just oh. we can't do anything. Oh yeah, Kelly, you were a lot closer to that, were you? Fr- fr- Freaking oh. Matt, uh, pod podcast. Matt's like, yeah, say what you will about Florida man. At least we don't shoot each other at our uh, Super Bowl parades. And I was like, oh, that <laughs> you just you that- just dared Florida to ask you to hold its beer. Yes. <laughs> ah. I, I would like it if America could behave itself for even two minutes. But, uh, we can't. Of, I'm sorry. We can't. We can't. I, know. <laughs> I know. It makes We're, we I mean, we hate John Stewart now. We don't even know anything anymore. We're <laughs> like we're we're done. The game it's all over. <laughs> Just it's time what to evacuate. John Stewart? Huh? What did John Stewart do? I I think he's asking people to be more reasonable and see the middle ground about where people are coming from, and therefore he's he's fence straddling and and trying to permit evil deeds by each side. It's like you know he's asking he, he's <laughs> the way asking it always goes. He's a, he's asking far too much. Like maybe that would have been reasonable twenty years ago, but not today. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, question mark. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? Video games. Yeah. V- video games. Violence and video games. I miss my mom. I miss video games. <laughs> if we have I, boat uh... parades, it's hard to shoot up. Oh, okay. Fess says um, we shoot everything in Florida, too, but we put a, the parades on boats, so it's harder to shoot them. Okay. <laughs> it's good to know. <sighs> Folks, I played something other than Path of Exile. I played something other than Pal World. That's right. What did you play? I played Yakuza. What? I know. Who are you? I played Yakuza Kiwami and finished it. Okay. Who is this person? I know. So apparently, I started Yakuza Kiwami back in 2018. (laughs) I, I swear I came back to it before now. But my save said 2018, so either I started it before 2018, whenever it came out, or something else. But, yep, I said, I want to play Yakuza so I can play Infinite Wealth eventually. 
and I'm I actually do want to watch all the Yakuza's. <laughs> and yes, I say watch intentionally because it's more or less a movie, right? Um, and I want to play the Yakuza's in order, and that's that's just my way. I know I don't have to, but I want to. And uh, yeah, so I dug out my Yakuza One save on my PlayStation. I had to resubscribe to PlayStation Plus to have access to my PlayStation Plus copy of Yakuza One. So I went all of a week without PlayStation Plus, knowingly without PlayStation Plus. It had expired in December, and I just learned about it last week. So I went all of a week without PlayStation Plus that I knew. And then got it back so I can play an old game that was tagged to my account so I can continue my save instead of starting over, even though I was only in Chapter 4 anyway, so I probably should have just started over. And then I could play all of Yakuza 1 and finish it. And I did! And, um, yeah. And I... I uh, Yakuza 1's good. Uh, story's fine. Um, the combat's a little rough. Uh, very repetitive, I would say. Uh, the level-up system is slow and I don't like it. Um, but you know, all the side stories are funny. Um, I swore off pocket racers the first time I was going to play that. And yet I came back and I said, frick it, I'm going to do all the pocket racing. And I did. And I had to use a guide eventually. I just, I was spending hours on pocket racing and I, I couldn't. So, uh, I didn't finish every sub story, got to like 60 out of 75 or something like that. And then all of a sudden I, I was zooming towards the end of the game. It's like, all right, screw it. I guess I'm finishing it. So I, I didn't even get to rank triple S of Yak- Majima everywhere or anything like that. But, um, you know, I, I felt like I did plenty in that game and I wanted to see the end of it. And I saw the end of it and money was flying from the sky and it was great. And, um, it left me with such a good taste of in my mouth that I was like, I, I guess I gotta start Yakuza Kiwami 2. And oh my god, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is a way better game than Yakuza yes, Kiwami is. 1. Holy crap, is it like night and day. So it far, night and day. I, it, it, so far I don't particularly care for the story as much as ones because it feels like they're just trying to stretch a, a drama story. But everything about the game, the experience, the combat, the, um, how you interact with the story, how you save the game. Well, all right. I went from playing on PlayStation to playing on Xbox, and the save menus on PlayStation 3, 4, whatever Kiwami 1 was, are terrible. And the save menus here are amazing. Yay. The leveling up is better. The combat is better. How I do combos is better. The way Kiryu kicks people across the screen just feels better. The lighting is better. Sotenbori... Is not as good as Kamarocha in some ways. It's better in other ways. It's different. And when I was playing it, I realized this is what I expected Kiwami 1 to be like because I started playing Kiwami 1 after watching someone do a playthrough of Yakuza 0. And I realized I feel like Kiwami 2 is more like Yakuza 0 than Kiwami 1 is in its structure and You're play. Not wrong. I think that's true. I don't know. Um, You're and not wrong. I don't no. know the full timeline there. Um, but it, it feels like they must've been working on all three at the same time and, or, or something. And two ended up more like zero As zero and Kiwami use the same engine says chaos. So yeah, that's what it feels like. Okay. So that, that, then that tracks. Now I do feel a little bad, like, Oh, I, this is exactly like zero in the way, like a lot of the leveling up in combat works, but that's okay. Cause I didn't actually play zero. I watched zero. So now I'm actually playing this and it's fine. Um, the one complaint I have is I feel like the game is structured in, um, Okay, I'm going to unlock a, a series of side quests you can do now, and then here's the story if you want to progress to the next story beat. 
and all right, I got to do all the side quests now. All right, let's do story. Oh, you, there's actually four story beats that I have to get those quests done in, and that was my group of quests for the whole thing. Uh, and now I have no more side quests until I do these next four story beats and get to the next chapter. Well, I guess that's fine, but um, it does it does make me my FOMO kick in, and now I got to do all the side stories now. Forget the main quest, but that's okay. It's a it's a minor problem, and uh, yeah. Uh, it's why Kiwami feels like DLC for zero. Interesting. Okay. Says Yuna. Um, I'll agree. Uh, I, I don't know if I agree or not. It's well, yeah, I guess it kind of does. Yeah. But yeah, if you experience it differently, will get better, Chris, the beginning, the beginning takes a bit, but as you go on, like the story, Oh, it's fine though. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't like the game. The, the, the experience of playing the game is so much better that I don't even care that the story qu- isn't quite as on the same level yet. I, like whatever. I actually love Yakuza 2 story. <laughs> yeah. All right. And, 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 it's and, fine. Like I'm, it's a game about beating people up and it's that the ser- story is perfect for that. <laughs> you get to punch a tiger later. I know. I can't wait. I haven't punched a tiger yet. That was my one complaint so far. Guys, I've tried, but I I haven't gotten to the point where I punch a tiger or two yet, and it's like it's bugging me. Like, when do I get to punch my tiger? You will get to punch a tiger. I better get to punch a tiger at the near the end. I know that was in zero as well, but I didn't play zero. Isn't that in every yakuza? No, it's not in one. They joke about it in Kiwami. Like, could I use this move to punch an actual tiger? He's like, this is talking about a more powerful. I guess you could use it on a tiger, but how would that happen? It's like, well, yeah, I know that happens in this series. Um, Yeah, so not all of them have tiger punching, but there are other animals you can punch in other ones. Perfect. (laughs) And um, other than that, I I went to a video store and um, watched some movies. And then had to look up, is this actually a thing in Japan? And, like, why would you do this in a public... Well, not public, but this is weird. If I I remember correctly, one of the achievements is literally, I just did it for the achievement. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. There's a few of those. Yeah, and yeah, there's been multiple times that I had ended up in the porn theater. Like, oh, what, what's this mini game? Oh no, no, no! In the first game, the porn theater is actually a weapon shop. Yeah, which right. I thought was funny. It's like, aha! That, all right, <laughs> that comes back in the two uh, Ichiban games. Oh, okay. <laughs> A I lot mean, of yeah, I was looking up some things, and a lot of characters, some characters here sh- come back in like like a dragon. It sounds like so, man. I mean, right. there is an achievement in Infinite Wealth for taking items out of the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I one. got. I found that one by accident while I was reviewing it. I just, I was like, "Why is there shiny here?" I clicked it, and then an achievement popped, and I went, "All right." And I didn't know what any of the achievements were for the game because, again, they're not listed. You know, when you're playing a review copy, mm-hmm. so everything I got was just really random, and I was like. This reminds me of the porn theater achievement. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't played Yakuza games, uh, why? Um, they're basically Japanese gangster movies with 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 beat 'em up, and uh, it's fun. And uh, I, oh, right, I was playing poker in the casino last night, trying to get some money, and. Unlike the first game where the poker chips unlocked a bunch of things, this one they just unlock things you can sell for money. It's it feels like it feels like they have this they feel this obligation to have all the mini games they've ever added to the series in every game, even if there's no purpose for them. Is that like a thing they do? Yes. Okay. 
Because oh. infinite wealth, like when when you eventually get to infinite wealth, one of the biggest both one of the best things and one of the biggest criticisms I have of infinite wealth is the fact that there is so much to do that it's very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But you literally have like all these mini games. Some of them serve a purpose. Some of them are just there. And there's the FOMO of wanting to do all of it. Yeah. So I just want to know. I just want to know which ones don't serve a purpose. Because like I ain't going to learn how to play Mahjong if there's no reason to, you know. And um, from what I've read, anyone who tries to understand how to play Mahjong fails anyway. So, you know. Again, I think it exists there purely for the aesthetic. Yeah. Because Mahjong and Shogi are so popular in Japan. Yeah. That if you want to play those, you can, but you do not actually have to engage with them. <laughs> Una says, that's why I've only been in Chapter 5 of Infinite Wealth, because I've been sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm yeah. still stuck on Chapter 5 because I can't stop collecting Sujimon. <laughs> I love Sujimon. It's so stupid. Chaos says, you're not required to win at Mahjong. Like, all right, that's fair. Well, that's it. There are so many games where literally you just, you can walk in, play them for a second, and get an achievement. Lady Death. Mahjong wasn't that hard to learn, although I don't remember how to play anymore. Like, uh (laughs) uh-huh. And how long did it take that knowledge to fade? Probably 20 minutes? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Look, I married a person who has an obsession with Koi Koi. See now, that's an easier game to learn, though. Well, that's it, right? Like anytime there is koi koi or any kind of hanafuda mm-hmm. in like yakuza or any any game, really, they just go for Scott it. Will just, Scott will just waste the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I played. I was playing Texas Hold'em. By the way, Kiwami Two removes the other two poker types and just has Hold'em apparently. Um, so I was playing Hold'em last night, and I was like try, starting to get good at taking the computer's money, um, and that was fine. And like realize. I should probably be doing those Koi Koi instead because that's at least a more Japanese game and fits the aesthetic better. But oh well, at least I know how to play Hold'em. But where was I going with that? I don't know. The what is um, I Cal, uh, Sam. Yes, how sir. how big is the fall gonna be when I go back to when I go to Yakuza Three? Because I know uh. it's not. I know that three, four, five are not really. They didn't get the Kiwami treatment, right? They did not, but the recent remasters that they did are really pretty, and they fixed the localization in 3. Uh, I'm just happy about that, in all fairness. Okay. Um, and restored a lot of the content that wasn't in the original version of 3. Now, that being said... Oh, they said, pulled content out. Okay. I forgot about that. That being said, Yakuza 3 has the frustration of... If you can't stand the orphans, it's all about the orphans. Oh, I am there for the orphans. Don't give me that. Yeah, I am. Not everybody. I want. I want Kiryu farming sim. You know, I'm whatever whatever genre you want to put Kiryu in. Management, diner dash, whatever. I'm here for it. You know. Yeah. I. Yeah. Three is fine. That's fine. Good. It's fine. I didn't care for the villain in three. Oh, whatever. I, I just meant, I like, no. the game systems not being as cleaned up as Kiwami 2. Like, is it no. going to feel real bad, you know? It's not going to feel, like, super rough, though. Again, Yuna, <laughs> Yuna says, going from K2 to 3 combat-wise is a bit rough. <laughs> yeah, like, the combat is... Yeah. What? Let's see. I kept seeing 3 is also named Blockuza. Why is that? A lot of blocking. Oh, you have to block a lot? Oh, no, I have to learn how to block. So, I, also, I'm playing these on easy, 
so that I, I don't, I, because I just want to get through them. I don't care about learning the combat. I'll learn the combat in the later games, not these. <laughs> I mean, the other thing about three that can be kind of annoying, um, more towards the end of the game is everybody likes to have a gun. Yeah, whatever. You deal and with guns in Yakuza are crap. Mm-hmm. And they're frustrating, and I hate guns. Well, it depends on which one, but yeah, when they do that thing where they stun you and put you on the ground and you have to spam A a bunch every time yeah. they shoot you, that sucks. Yeah, that, There's a lot of that. Just, just That's too bad. Yourself. But whatever. I So I love 4. I mean, other than the sections with Tanimura, I like 4 a lot. 5 is way too long for its own good. So since 5 being doing- the first Yakuza I ever played... Um, I basically got through the first couple chapters, so I did Crazy Taxi and then like something else, and then um, never went back to it. So I'm, five, I'm interested to go back to it and actually know who the characters are. <laughs> five can be a little rough, just mostly because of its length, mm-hmm. and not all the stories in five have payoff, mm-hmm. which is another problem. Whereas at least in Yakuza Four, the four stories are all interconnected. Much better. What, yeah. When does the multiple stories start? Is that four or three? That's four. Okay. That's four. Um, you also get Akiyama, who is one of the absolute best characters in the franchise. Have I he met is, him already? Is he? You have two? not. Okay. He is in Yakuza Four. I, I, I have trouble distinguishing the names. I'm sorry. Sad to okay. say. Okay. So okay, Akiyama's a lone shark, and he's incredibly charming, and he's voiced by Koichi Yamadera. Who, oh, he's the guy who actually. Does the evil thing that people post on Reddit about being taken to a host club and being drugged, isn't he? Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when you get to those ones, just you might have to change your mindset a little bit for certain things, but like, like just again. stay even more on the main story path just to get through it faster or uh, for five, I would absolutely say that. Okay. Got it. Four, not so much. Four has four, a lot I can, of, I can um, go around. All right. Really interesting stuff in it i just don't know what i don't want to miss um what's the fake michael jackson and stuff like that you know no no absolutely you should find that stuff right and that stuff's actually pretty obvious so okay all right you're you're gonna be fine all right like i said with four once you get tanimura just just do all his stuff really quickly because he is again the least interesting of the bunch okay (laughs) and then you'll play you know six which is very good Mm mm-hmm then you will play seven, mm-hmm. which is very good. And then you will play eight, which no. is delightful. No. Sorry, then you can will, play all the judgment games. I will play Gaiden. Ah, And yes, then eight, right? Gaiden. Yes. Because that's between the two, play, I assume? between the two. And I mean, if you want to... I haven't... Want, dis- you could also play Ishin somewhere in there. Ishin's I don't want to play Ishin. I'm, I've decided... Ishin's silly. I, I love Ishin! Yeah, but I can and play it at any time. You can play it at any time, but like... It it has some of the most ridiculous side stories. <laughs> like there's stuff with Ishin I did not enjoy, but I can recognize that like there Ish- is so much crazy in it. Alright. Uh, oh, where would awesome. Ishin fit in? Between where would that well, again, you could just play it at any point. Yeah, but when did it come out? <sighs> yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter. All right. Well, head. that's where I would slot it in if I was gonna go for it. But what are you what, gonna play Dead Souls? Are you gonna play Dead Souls? No. Are you gonna play Fallen Order? No. I'm not gonna Dead play Souls Dead Souls. It's too expensive now anyway. It's not on Game Pass. 
let's all forget Dead Souls exists. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, no, here's my 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 hard one for me is deciding on Judgment or not. No, play them. Really? Play them. Absolutely okay. play them. Um, while it's all the same universe and everything, Judgment does a lot of really interesting things that I think absolutely make them worth playing. I don't think they are the most phenomenal things ever. Um, Lost Judgment did like one particular trope that I am very much not a fan of mm-hmm. uh, and did not do it well either. Mm-hmm. But having the detective stuff is really fun. The characters are really fun. I don't like the, the idea psychology. of tailing people in the Yakuza engine. You know what? The first game, the first Judgment game, that, that can be pretty rough. The second game is slightly better. You're not selling slightly me on it. I, I, it's, I, again, I like the Judgment games. <laughs> I think they're fine. Um, I really just played them for the characters, honestly. Um, but yeah, no. Like, if you're curious, I mean, I'd say play them. I'm if you're curious. not curious, you're probably I'm fine. I'm curious. To- yeah. That's a good pun. That's terrible. I award you no points. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm glad you're having fun. Chris. I am. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. Um, I it's really helped by how much better two is. So that's why I'm real worried about the combat in three. But we'll see. We'll get. I'll get there, and then I'll have my thoughts. And at least I get to play or um fishing before that, right? So you do get to fish. Mm-hmm. You get to mine for fish. <laughs> I will mine for fish. Mine for fish. So if the Sujimon stuff has already got me in its icy grip, I'm I'm scared what the dumb do the dumb doko island is going to do to me. Uh, it'll be bad for you, Kelly. Yeah, quite. I I because I was reviewing it and I wanted to have the review done on time. I did not get to enjoy. Nandoko Island um, and Sujimon as much as I would have liked to. Um, and I also know myself that if I really let go, <laughs> the review was never happening. <laughs> because the Nandoko Island stuff, which is literally the next chapter you're going to do, Kelly, mm-hmm. it, is, it is so much fun, especially if you are a person who likes Harvest Moon and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. Stuff, right? Um, oh yeah, and, so, and it is it is the right flavors of stupid at the same time. So you're gonna have a blast, and yes, you're gonna lose a lot of time to it. Um, and that's okay. I'm scared, but I'm also excited. Yeah, be excited. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. There's no reason to be scared. You're gonna have so much fun. Yeah, I can't wait. But again, that game is way too big. Again, I put like 50 hours into it. And that was again before it had is come that, out. Is that like five too big? It's it's big but different. Hmm. Yakuza five is just unnecessarily long because you have five different protagonists. Mm-hmm. And again, the payoff for each one of them, your like your mileage really varies. Infinite wealth is just huge because they decided they had to have all the things in it, mm-hmm. right? And you get to the point where it's you just want to do all the things like, yes, I want to be a DoorDash person and do crazy tricks. And yes, I want to catch all the Sujimon. And yes, I want to, like, build all the best gear I can possibly build. And yes, I want to, like, go hula dancing and 
do all the sub stories. So like, I feel like I feel like the trick is knowing how to balance that out with also progressing the main story, so that when yes. you're finally ready to be done, you can just go finish without being like I'm only in chapter four. Now, just wanting to finish is going to be a long affair. No, and and that is absolutely correct, and that's something where you have to kind of. With Infinite Wealth in particular, you do really need to find that balance because it is so easy to get sidetracked to the point where you even forget what you're doing. So I know for me personally, when I was playing it, it was a lot of I do a chunk of the main quest here. And then often what I would do is before I'd go do the main quest is I try to do a bunch of the smaller stuff around it. Like if there was some sub stories or whatnot, because then I was already in the general area. Mm-hmm. Um, or I would do like some basic things like I'm going to go eat at this restaurant so that way I've done that one or I'm going to go do the haunted house thing and do all the floors there um, and then go do the main story like I, I picked and choose how pick and chose how I wanted to do it so that's kind of it it is and again it depends like what's your flavor of fun with that game because there is so much to do and there a lot of it's very well done this time around there are times where in Yakuza games they give you too much to do and some of it's just really badly done. And you're like, oh. Yeah, that's why I barely did any side stuff in uh, Kiwami. Well, it, the first couple games, it's not as interesting as part of the problem. And it's now they're at the point with these games where I think they've found their stride and they've found which stuff works, which stuff doesn't, and then which stuff they're just keeping because it's always been there. Like, Chris loves Pocket Circuit. That's great. I suck at Pocket Circuit. No, I don't want to do it again. Okay. <laughs> I did my time. It's it's done now. There, I served there, my dime. Let's go. Pocket Circuit to be done. Um, whereas, like, my husband, he loves Pocket Circuit. He can waste all the time doing Pocket Circuit. And he's content. And hey, so, Slot cars are only fun in real life when you have cats to mess with. Mm. <laughs> but that's it. Like, this is one of those series where just I think they're going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger as they go on. I mean, well, they don't have their original director anymore to to bounce them out, right? So, well, there's that. <laughs> I, I just don't know where that's going to go. I don't know when he left. Actually, I don't know what games started after he left. Anyway, hi. That was all I got. Was Yakuza. So that's all I've done this week. Look, we're just proud of you that you played something that's not Path of Exile. Yeah, so next week, Last Epic starts, so I'll be back on the minds of Action RPG. (laughs) So, I know. Chris. But I'll finish Yakuza 2 before that. Um, I hope so. I can tell you what I was going to play as well. So my plan was finish Yakuza 1 and then jump into Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hey, that's Uh. what I, I literally just rolled credits on that last night. Oh. Um, yeah. So I didn't pull I, that off, but you've been playing it. How's that been going, Kelly? I forgot how hard that motorcycle boss is and that. <laughs> um, like right before the end of the well, game. It's like a finale a- fight for the game, right? So they, they made it hard. It's It's one of the last fights because in the original game, it was just a regular boss fight. In this game, you're fighting it on the back of a motorcycle, so you don't. Do you really play card games? Your... <laughs> Say what? Do you play card games on the back of the motorcycle? No, that's too bad. Um, 
the card game isn't in this one, unfortunately. <laughs> it's but, in the next one. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so th- that that fight's really hard because you can't heal during the fight the whole time. And this, it, it's the Magroder from the original game, I think was the, the name of it. But you are fighting it while Cloud is on his motorcycle. And the thing is just shooting all kinds of fire and missiles and stuff at you. And you have to take out all of its wheels before you can attack it. And it's really kind of hard to figure out where you're supposed to be attacking afterward after you take out all of its wheels. And it's just, it's a nightmare of a fight. I remember the first time I played it when the game was first out, it took like three tries for me to finish that particular fight. This time around, it it wasn't as bad. And then... um, going into the the kind of final boss sequence that that stuff's really long and um is it a spoiler to say who you're fighting at the end of this game or is it pretty obvious i think it's technically a spoiler ah sorry um you're you're fighting a pretty boy put it that way gee who could that be Um and and I I never platinum the original game because I tried to do, do that fight on hard mode and I couldn't do it. Um he he's a cheating bastard in hard mode because not not he can counter your limit breaks and he just hits like a truck. But um and, and I I ended up being like, well I guess I'm never platinum platinuming this game. Um way back in the day because I was like literally hurting myself trying to beat that boss on hard mode and that was one of the last achievements was um beat all of the chapters on hard Mm -hmm. but um i i I finished the game last night that game even on steam deck that game is still beautiful just all all the all the cutscenes and the graphics and everything so tonight i'm planning on booting up the yuffie dlc and like i've said ideally i want to be rolling credits on that the night before remake or rebirth comes Which is out the 29th right yeah though technically i wonder if i ought to finish the yuffie dlc early and then do the um demo the night before oh yeah yeah because there's a uh, rewards you get for finishing the demo now oh cool I can't remember. Did they add the second part of the demo yet? I don't know. Okay. Um, I know that I am in full, full, full Final Fantasy fangirl mode because Vaughn and I are going to see Advent Children this week. Um, our our Uh, theaters do. Okay, or I'm sorry, I'm not sure where to go on that one. Good fight sequences, bad story. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely love, adore the crap out of Advent Children. Okay. And um, I think that movie came out in English at around the same time Vaughn and I started dating. So it's kind of like a special movie for us anyway. So, the, And this is the first time I'm seeing it on the big screen. So I, I am losing my mind with excitement for that. Cool. Um, and I I played that I like I said I played more Infinite Wealth though I am stuck on uh, Sujimon like like not not stuck as in I can't can't progress in the game stuck as in I haven't progressed because all I want to do is just run around and fight Sujimon 
Um, I'm I'm on the gold league for that, and I've got to go advance that quest. But I got sucked sucked into doing the uh, what was it called in that game, Sam? The the Coliseum fights. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember which ones. The is it the, like the you mean the underground Coliseum? No, like when you have to say who's that Sujimon at the PC store, oh, and they yeah 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 that Coliseum. Yeah, um, I, I got sucked into doing those the other night because you get uh, the tickets as a reward, the, the pulled gotcha tickets for the reward for those. And like every time, every time I get those tickets, it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go do another pull and see who I get. And then, you know, use it to combine, combine Sujimon together to get more evolved Sujimon just to see who I get. I, I'm glad this isn't a real gotcha game. I would be very broken yeah. right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kelly, so I've been ha- Wait, Kelly, yes. I've been told to tell you to stop ignoring Vaughn. Vaughn, all you said was Kelly, and I don't know what I did to invoke my. my yeah, I don't know what he's talking. I, I assume there was some, <laughs> he was holding what a sign next to your head or something. <laughs> what, what did I say? I don't know. Fun. What did I say to annoy you? Because you only use my real my first name when I I annoy you. <laughs> what is going on right now? <laughs> because all the other ways I was trying to contact you to not interrupt your stream. Oh, okay. You have a message I, apparently. I am so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> While Kelly checks her messages, um, do we need to talk about what Sam's been playing? Oh God. <laughs> Do we want to talk about this? I don't know. Is it is it bad? <laughs> some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. Is how we look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start with the bad because. Uh, so I've been working on a review for the site uh, for a game that came out on February eighth. Um, it's a game I was very excited about when it was initially announced, which is Pixel Noir. Oh, okay. And I was, I, I love noir and Lovecraft put together. Like it's one of my favorite sort of like pairs of tropes together. So I thought for sure I'd really love this game and I'm having an interesting time with it. Okay. Um, Explain people what pixel noir noir is, is. right? So pixel noir is a game where you are a detective who starts to have episodes during a case where he starts to see demonic creatures. Ah. He goes into like he's he's working a case. This homeless man comes up to him and says, "Hey, like, I need your help. Follow me." Excuse me. You follow him, and you're taken into this old hospital that's been decommissioned. You go in there and you find out that somebody has been creating monsters. And it's all so, presented in like a film noir style. Is that yes. where the noir comes from? Okay. Yes. And, and like, which kind are we talking like with the guy narrate first person narrating what he's doing while smoking a cigarette and looking out a window? Or is this just very dark that. film grain thing? Like how, how are we doing? That? Okay. Like you get a little bit of that kind of self awareness from the main character in the game. Like you can, you can name him whatever you want. Um, but yeah, as it goes on, you you start to have these visions, um, and you end up being blamed for a murder you didn't commit. You go to prison, and you're still having these demonic right, episodes. So you found a way to play a Yakuza game again. Got it. 
it's a it's an interesting game. The story is very interesting because a lot of it has to do with trying to find out why you were framed for this murder, why you're having these episodes. And in that regard, it's doing the noir part correctly, right? Like it, it's giving you all the beats. You want to follow the crumbs that are appearing throughout the story. And th- like that part has been great. Mm-hmm. The game itself is so buggy and it's been very hard to progress at times. Like, I don't think it's a long game because I'm in chapter six of seven, I believe. But I've had some unique glitches where, like, I've had the game just completely freeze up while standing at a save point. Um, I've had incredibly bad issues with the game's pathfinding, um, slowdown galore. Um, and it's just, it's not making for a fun experience. And I think if this stuff had been ironed out, it, it'd be a, a decent enough game. It does have a really wonderful soundtrack, though. Um, it's one of the few indie games that I actually I own the soundtrack for because that's how much I enjoy it. Oh, nice! It's it it. So you again, bought it separate, like on on I iTunes did. or something, or in ago. Steam? Yeah. Oh, years ago. What? Years ago, because the game was the game was originally released uh, in like it was announced, I believe, in 2019, and had been in early access until now. Oh, so I I never bothered to jump on the early access part i was just like i just want to play it when it's done right like mm-hmm. it was something i've always just been kind of <laughs> sounds like it's not on. really done <laughs> it's again it's the problem of just there are so many good ideas here and if again they could have just ironed a bunch of it out mm-hmm. i think it would have been far more successful than it is and it's funny because like pal world is not ironed out at all and yet look how successful it is <laughs> oh pal world is drugs <laughs> i've got nothing there i i I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm a little sad on this one because this is one of those few like kickstarters i had paid such attention to and i wanted it to be sex- successful because again i am a person who loves noir i love lovecraft you literally put two of my favorite things into a game like and you don't want it to be bad mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just it's been a very sad experience in terms of just the technical crap that I'm dealing with. And the problem is I get really mad because I'm like, why is this this? And then two minutes later, I'm like, but I need to know the rest of the breadcrumbs. I, I need to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they have good so, writing is what you're saying, right? It, do- it does. The story yeah. is very interesting. There's some typos and grammatical issues. Whatever. Yeah. That's, so, but that's who cares? copy. You know what? <laughs> that's co- well, again, I don't. I don't expect that with the indie games as much because let's be realistic. It's often a two to four people maybe working on it. Maybe mm-hmm. it's one person. Who knows? Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's one of those. I can't really recommend it at this stage. Uh, and my review once I write it is probably going to reflect that. Unfortunately, uh, it's a game that would benefit from a living review to reflect how the patches help if they help. When they well, help. that's it. For yeah. what it's worth, the one thing I have noticed is the devs have been very active about patching the game and trying to fix what people are catching, and mm-hmm. that's great. Good, but yeah. it is one of those like at the same time like why wasn't this done already? Done? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because they needed the money, Kelly or Sam. <laughs> well, that's it. They needed. They needed the uh, the almighty. It was dollar. time. Like we can't <laughs> put it off anymore. That's why. <laughs> Pretty much, right? And I mean, I it's assume. At a $20, I, yeah. $20 price point in Canada, so that's take fine. that for what you will. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, like it's it's been an okay experience so far. Not super in love with parts of it. Other things I'm really enjoying. We'll see where I end up once I actually finish it off and review it for the site. The other game I have been playing a lot of is Atelier Sophie 2. Oh, cool. So one of my biggest disappointments right now is the fact that just I am not excited about 2024 video games. I literally have played the one I gave a huge crap about already then reviewed it for the site. I'm excited about Persona 3 Reload, but I am being a nice wife and I'm letting my husband play it first. Um, I've lost him to it which was to be expected. Um, and then so there's you Final have Fantasy just one, Rebirth. What, co- where, what copy do you have it on? Or what system? PS5. PS5. We have it on PS5. We both could play it at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I am feeling that lethargy of just, I don't feel excited about like a lot of the releases that have been coming out. I mean, as the person who buys the video games, even at work, it's been a struggle to be like, do I really want to spend money on that for the library? But also, wow. This slim pickings, yo. So between those three things, it's like there's there's not a lot that we know of, obviously, that's coming out. So I've just been kind of playing a lot of stuff in my back catalog. Um, like I beat Atelier Lalula two weeks ago. Really enjoyed that. I was like, you know what? I, I pulled a you, Chris, actually. Oh, no. I started, I started Atelier Sophie back in 2022 when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And then just was like, well, I'm just going to pick up my save file and figure out where. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I'm about halfway through and I'm enjoying it so much more than the first time I started it. And this is Sophie one, one or Sophie two. Sophie two. So, oh. And I'm really, I think this is definitely one of those games where when I think when I first tried to play it, I had massive Atelier fatigue fatigue. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I just can't. I just can't, and I think it's also because I had already reviewed some other Atelier game for the site when like that had come out. Because I think that's when Ryza, I think it was Ryza 2, maybe 3. I can't remember which one. And Alex was like, well, your choice is you do this one or this one, and I went, I'll do the, I'll, I'll do the Ryza thing, right? I like Atelier Sophie 2 a lot. The battle system is really robust. It's fast. The characters are adorable. The fairy book plot is really... Like the fairy tale plot is very cute. I'm having a really great time playing it. And it's one of those games where like the mysterious sub series is so lackluster. It really is. And then you have this one being at the tail end of it. And it's just, it's like night and day compared to the other three games, just in terms of everything about it. Like again, better story, better characters, better combat, better everything like the only thing i don't necessarily love is just the fact that like i have to dream up the recipes <laughs> that part gets a little annoying at times i'm like oh, where's this stupid item to make or do oh okay i have to go find whatever right and mm-hmm. like changing the weather to change um certain areas is it's nifty once but when you have to do it a lot it's less fun <laughs> otherwise I'm, i am having a ball and it's been really fun to play the other thing i've been playing is how do you play so a, much i've been playing an otome game what <laughs> who are you my wife i love otome games uh-huh. and i've been taking my otome game to work on my switch and oh, i've no. been playing it like leave before it up for work and during my lunch 
No, 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 no. I, I, I play it at my desk. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, I the learned. desk where the kids will never be. That's right. FYI, I, I learned while I was in Japan that Otome games and used game stores are like the sports games of Japan. Yeah. Oh, I'm not that's, surprised. Meanwhile, here, it's the opposite. It's like all you see when you go into the, uh, like the used bins and stuff. I'm, I'm not surprised by that <laughs> in the not either. It was just a funny observation that I had. I mean, I remember seeing that, too, when I was in Japan, and I was just like, oh, my God, look at all these Otome games that I can't read. Yeah. Um, But the one I've been playing is Radiant Tale, and Radiant Tale is a lot of fun. It's a magical circus story. Um, It's very wholesome compared to some of the other Otome games I've been recently playing. Alex also gave me an Otome game to review for the site. Um but obviously that's not happening anytime soon because I don't want to be playing two Otome games at once, uh, which is Sympathy Kiss. It looks very good. I'm very excited. Um, currently, though, I have romanced the guy who is a clown. What? He's really cute. I liked him a lot. He'll he'll smarmy. They're not. The whole point is you date boys, Chris. But he's a clown. A, well, a literal clown. What are what are it your other choices? So there is a. There is a clown. There is a guy that can turn into a dragon. Uh huh. There is a that. guy who throws knives, mm-hmm. um, an acrobat, and like a water. You're very mundane things, and then dude who can turn into dragon. Okay. Well, a guy who can turn into dragon and guy who can turn into water. Oh, so one of the super friends. Got it. Pretty much. It's been fine. I, I'm enjoying it. I bought it for the library because I was like, we've never. Do you need had to carry a bucket game. for the water guy so he doesn't like Probably. spill into the ocean or something? I don't. Yeah, no. Ah, I'm still working through that plot line. I haven't okay. figured it all out yet. All right, you let me know. I'll let you know when I. You, you let me know about the water guy. How bad is it? Look, the water he was guy always the lamest super friend. Like, look, let's be real. Like, from what I gather, I. Hmm? Oh, the, it was a fa- famous um, promo for the Wonder Twins when they hit his say, I could be beaten by a sponge. It didn't even have to be an evil sponge. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, the only thing I can figure out with this char- this water character is, like, there he clearly has some kind of, like, a chronic illness, and that's been a big part of his story. <laughs> so, some alcohol uh, got mixed in with his body, and he's slowly evaporating. Uh, and look, I also have my weekly Baldur's Gate 3 date with my friend. We are still... You not must be very not very dating. far if you're only playing it weekly co-op. We, oh, no. We, we, we weekly co-op. Um, and we have just gotten to the part of the game where it's like, you can either do the Underdark or take the Mountain Path. And we're like, wow, we suck at this game. Mm-hmm. We really you're still in Act 1. <laughs> I know. We know. It's, it's one of those... It's because I'm playing with a person who, and I love her to bits, but she's always afraid about making the wrong decision. And if she doesn't like the decision, she reloads the game on us. Yeah. So like the three hours we play, how I play. It's like 20, we get 20 minutes of progress. Mm-hmm. That's the right way to play. And you know what? We're fine with it. Like I, I canceled my PSN like a while back and now I'm like, oh, I guess I should like resubscribe until we're done playing mm-hmm. or until we get bored of it. So we're having a blast though. They like, just patched that game. 
uh, patch six just came out and uh, they added better kissing and um, and like more epilogue stuff and just just a whole bunch of things. This is a giant patch, huge patch notes. So oh you're just God. doing a great job of maintaining the San that game. Marcello sex award has been just completely, you know, uh, amped up with Baldur's Gate. That's yeah, next week. We'll get to award I'm not that here for it. Oh. So you guys are going to have to, you know, I, um, there's, there's no question what game wins the best sex award. That's like, right. We, there was that's, nobody even best. questioned it. We should just like, you know, this is one of those awards we don't even have people come on stage for in the game awards. We just it's done before a break. Like, by the way, the best sex award is Baldur's Gate three because you all knew it was. Pretty much <laughs> best I mean, sex award. I mean, you you ha- have relations with a bear. Which yeah. is not so <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, hopefully for twenty twenty four, like there will be a different thing for the best sex award. I mean, Persona 3 Reload did just come out, and I can't wait to make out with Mitsuru again. Do you think... Never mind. No, I want to ask that question. Um, What just came what? out? Like, just came out. You should be done with it by now, Sam. Come on. I know, you're I letting your husband... You, I know, I but still. Still. struggle bus which girl he wants to date. Usually... Uh-huh. usually date them all! Oh, that's what I told him. You already have a like, scene where it sounds like you date them all anyway, so may as well just play into it. That's kind of it. I mean, he and I almost always pick the same female character for our waifus in video games. And I said to him, like, if you dare cheat on Mitsuru, he's, I'm like, this is a divorce. You know the rules. Dummy She's mommy. there. You've got you to gotta take her. Oh, so he, can't play, so he can't date them all then. Well, I mean, I told him he can. I just said Mitsuru has to be your number one. <laughs> He's not liking, admittedly, though. So as much as like most of the voice actors are really, really good in it, you don't he like Mitsuru's. Lo- he likes Mitsuru's actually. Oh, good. It's, yeah, it's Yukari that he's struggling mm-hmm. with. She, he's like, wow, her battle chatter sucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, no. I was it like, the actress sucked. has parts. It has always parts sucked. Of it right and parts of it questionable. I, and no, we don't want to go down this hole because I still don't. I'm still not buying that they needed to change most of the voices at all. I don't think they needed to change. I know some of them, like the people were like bad people and they had to get, you know, and it's been a bazillion years. Right. But like the rest of it, I didn't buy this. You know what? Junpei's new voice actor is fantastic and I really like him. But no, I mean, it's kind of weird given you that re- Tara, they well, all, Tara plotted back. They all Elizabeth, sound the same to me as the originals. And it's like, funny. why did you do this if you're just going to have them sound the same? Well, that was and they're, the, they're, they're the same actors in Japan. They didn't change them there. And like, honestly, this is this is a game going to an audience of people who want like the Japanese experience, which means having the same voice actors until the end of time, not changing anything. Don't localize anything. What are you doing? Do you know your audience? I, I don't think they did. Because <laughs> it's one of those, my confusion was the fact that, so Tara Platt played both Elizabeth and Mitsuru in the original version. Mm-hmm. And for some reason they brought her back to play Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of the original actors were back for bit parts, right? Well, at least yeah, some of them. Most of them were there for bit parts. And and then Elizabeth, which the is one, a bigger part, so whatever. That's the one that kind of threw me off because it's like, well, you're already well, isn't Elizabeth, Like, okay. why wouldn't you get her to... Is, is Agus's voice actress Lavenza? 
from five or does she just sound like lavenza from five uh it's don bennett so okay, i'm I don't not know. sure she sounds to me like lavenza from five so uh but so far like again i i'm fine with most of the voices but i am like i see where he's coming from with yukari and part of that is the original voice actress for yukari was michelle ruff okay um in our household we love her she's fujiko in okay. lupin and she gets that bitchy uncomfortable part of yukari done so well whereas this new actress is more teenage uncomfortable which uh-huh. i guess suits the character but it's missing definitely like the charm like when you're saying you know stupe ace defective mm-hmm. you should be like saying that with a little bit of venom yeah because well that's just bad direction then. Like him, right exactly i don't think i don't think she's doing a bad job yeah. but it is one of those just but like the whole thing is bad direction my... because like you got a bunch of new actors and didn't let them make the parts their own like what what is this <laughs> yeah i I don't know. I do like the guy who's playing the main character, but that's also because we've been watching a lot of uh, Mashal in our house, Magic and Muscles. Oh, it, as though He's you hear them talk much. I mean, whatever. No, Who cares about the main character voice? <laughs> <laughs> he says three things, like, maybe this one. <laughs> like, who cares? Look, look. <laughs> never watched Mashal. No. Never watch Mashal. It's... It is the most delightful thing in the world, and the main character has no magical abilities whatsoever, and a horrid obsession with cream puffs, and it's very funny. Okay. Cream puffs. Cream puffs. (laughs) Is this a a naughty anime? No, 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 no. It is Harry, it is a Harry Potter parody. Oh, all right. So it's like, this kid goes to a magical school, but has no magical abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it an isekai? No. Okay. It is not. All right, you're getting points. <laughs> it's not an isekai cuz I don't like isekai. Oh. So. Well, you don't have a lot of choices nowadays then. No, I really don't. This was one of the rare <laughs> things I found that I was like, I love this. The main character is um very sweet and very dumb. And that's yes, Vaughn, that's exactly that. It is he will use his Muscle physicality to <laughs> Like, my yeah. favorite thing in Mashal is the fact that, like, there is a part where they do Quidditch, and they force him to join the Quidditch team, and he's like, I can't fly a broom. And they're like, yeah, sure, you totally can, buddy. It's fine. Uh, and what he does to fly the broom is just kick his legs really fast. What? <laughs> <So that> he floats. <laughs> and they're like, man, he's amazing flying a broom. And he's just like, I'm kicking my legs really, really fast. <laughs> So he has abilities, I guess. Yes, again, he doesn't have actual magical abilities. That's more the issue. So no, it's it's delightful. I need it's to see cute. this. <laughs> oh no, I think you would love it, Chris. It's What's so it called? Silly. How's spell it? Mashal. M A S H L E. Okay, Magic so like muscles. Ma- Mash from from six. All right, cool. Oh, his, his name is Mash. Yeah, perfect. All right, so he's Saban. Got it. And, like, all the other characters he interacts with are pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a magical school anime. Of course they are. Yep. Again. It's all characters. You see the Harry Potter part of it. Like, it's just, it's it's so funny. It really is. I, 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 I'm on board with Ryu from Street Fighter being a wizard. 
Like I've always, <laughs> I've always fallen on that side of the of thing. Like dude can cast fireballs. He's a wizard. Like I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. So yeah, I, I'm interested to see this. Nope. It's delightful. And again, he just makes cream puffs. Like that is his de-stressor. Like he'll be, I need to go finish like, that, that, that food anime. Oh, whatever. Restaurant. Anyway. Delicious hmm? dungeon, or no, the one where the dude f- makes food that tastes so good it gives you um certain reactions when you eat it. Okay, adult reactions. Huh. He's a uh, f- the food gasm anime. There you go. <laughs> I can't watch that. It's naughty. Oh, you can't watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, know, you told me I have to. Chaos dropped it. Oh, is it not stay? Is it not good enough? All right, maybe I dropped it too. I just didn't keep up on it, so maybe. Look, I should just let it go. Me, you told me I had to be wholesome today. Yeah. And I am I'm mostly doing my You're part. You're doing a good job, Sam. I got a C plus. Shogukan uh, Food Wars. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. Food Wars. I don't watch a lot of anime anymore, so when I find something I actually really like, I like I have no time for anime because I'm playing games and I'm always behind and I can never stop playing. Well that's it, right? Like there's so many like there's so many games, there's so much TV, there's so many books to read. Like, the other thing we've been watching in our household is actual MASH. Um, oh, okay. That MASH? Okay, cool. That MASH. Well, Suicide's Painless, Chris, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the name um, of the song for those of you who are under yes. um, 30. <laughs> 40, yeah. 50. <laughs> Look, still a phenomenal show. Still has some of the best writing in television ever. Done. Done. So oh. we, 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 we go between watching Mashal and Mash before bed. Nice. So, so Vaughn and I have been doing a rewatch of Frasier. Ah, and have, good one. And have realized that there are so many situations. Didn't we cancel Kelsey Grammer, though? Yeah. All right. Um, but there there are so many situations in that TV show that could could have been solved by a smartphone. That's yeah. every 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 sitcom, generally every American sitcom is all all writing about miscommunications, right? Yeah. This one in particular, though, like like the one where he was dating the scientist supermodel and nobody believed him. If he yeah, just well, taken a photo or yeah. yeah yeah, I don't know. I think. Like, you are right. I'm not going to say you're not, Chris, on that. And I hate watching those because it's like, this is so stupid. And I get that it's funny, but it's like, this, I I can't help but think about how to solve the situation instead of just letting it go and enjoying the ride. See, but that is why I've been enjoying this rewatch of MASH with Scott, because a lot of MASH is not miscommunication at all, right? Oh, that last episode. (laughs) The last... I'm not there yet. It's heavy. It's freaking heavy. It's not a comedy episode. Look, most of the episodes that Alan Alda writes later in the show are some of the best ever, mm-hmm. but they are often like also the heaviest, right? Yeah. We're still like in season three, so we haven't gotten to Colonel Potter yet. Okay. Um, we still have Colonel Blake, and he's dumb as a stump, but he's sincere, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, like it's not so much about miscommunication, but it's still like the show truly believes it's a comedy then, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. you watch the later seasons and 
it does a bit better about balancing what it wants to be. I think also just in general, like I grew up in a household where we were like team Colonel Potter. So watching the Blake seasons, it's been like, Oh, I actually don't mind these. (laughs) Now that I'm an adult and I don't feel the need to take one side or the other, I can think about it critically. (laughs) I still hate Frank. Okay. Nobody likes Frank. (laughs) I feel bad for the actor though. Apparently like he was the nicest guy (laughs) playing like the worst character. Um, but this is not Mashcast. 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 Mashal and Mash. Your yeah. weekly dose of Mashal and Mash. The Mashcast. We we have lost pretty much everybody under thirty. We have right now forty. Forty. Fifty really. Because it was for our parents. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I mean you. Have we haven't we established that when you were a little kid and there weren't a a billion different ways to entertain yourself, you just watched what your parents watched? No, I remember when Mash would come on, I would run out of the room like, oh, that opening turned me the heck off. I didn't even know for years it was a comedy. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I I grew up with somebody who, you know what? She would always just get me to sit and watch whatever she was watching. We also had like a ritual where we used to watch the 60s Batman together every Saturday. <sighs> my sister and I used to watch that show together. We'd have craft dinner with it for some reason because it's usually because my dad had to work like a, a double. Mm-hmm. So she was just like, I don't feel like cooking. Let's have craft dinner and watch Batman. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> my mom was adorable, okay? But it was on know, in the yes! afternoons and we had Batman cookies, which were generic awesome. sandwich cookies that we'd eat while watching Batman. It was great. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Well, my weight is wrong now, and I oh, partially blame the Batman cookies <laughs> for setting me down a bad path well, in life. <laughs> it's hard. I know. It's hard. Also, I have a puppy, and she's very cute. Aww. Did we get through everything you played? Yeah. All right. Um, now it's time back to Kelly, because she didn't I, finish. Well, uh, yeah, I. You I had some critical situation with your husband. Well, well, no, th- we we thought something got lost in the mail because I I had to go check the mailbox before, um, yeah. the the show because uh I I had a situation with my Sora amiibo that I was mad about, and uh, TLDR I got my Sora amiibo, but then there was something about the three D printer that we ordered. Cool. Um, we're we're getting, we're getting a new 3D printer, by the way. Okay. They, they had a um, any cubic had a sale. I feel out of the loop because I don't own a 3D printer. I'm, Am I supposed I mean, to have one? I, I don't know. It depends on how much hobby stuff you do. Because because Vaughn and I do a lot His of hob- hobby video stuff. games is all I get to do now. Yeah. I'm old and uh, slowly dying. But um, I finally booted up Pow World. And Good for you. Of, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to give you the dedicated server details for weeks now, and you you finally booted it up to play single yeah. player. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> At least you're liking it. Yeah, I've it, already. Fr- I'm I'm done with it. Like I'm. I've gotten to the point where I I don't need to play anymore for now. I'm done. Um. So the controls. Some of the controls definitely get on my nerves mm-hmm. because it's really hard to throw a pow mm-hmm. ball when your pal is wailing on the mm-hmm. pal that you're trying to. Oh, catch. you got to basically got to pick them up 
take your pail back and then do it. Yeah. Well, I've I've basically haven't been ha- had them out. Well, and you're not even playing catch... with a. Are you are you playing on PC or Steam Deck? PC. Okay. Um, the the, the game kind of indicated that Steam Deck really was not a good time with this game. It's okay. So. It's fine. But like the controller support is like even less precise than the mouse issues. So. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, um. The exploration has been fun. The catching has been kind of annoying. Um, whole list of things I wanted to say, and now I'm completely blanking. Right. Are you uh, building a base? Yes, I'm. Bu- I'm building a base. I'm Are you going crazy my, with it. I'm on my second base right now. Um, p- putting it in kind of a more centralized location because my first one was kind of off in the sticks, and um. I finished the first tower and there's kind of like a nice little flat land area in front of the first tower mm-hmm. that I moved my base to. And I just have a, a sub base where the previous one was. And I'm trying to move stuff over there right now. Cool. And I, I do appreciate that you can build gear for your pals that kind of makes them more useful. Like um, the, the saddle that you can use the right around the deer. Yeah, no, that, yeah, pretty much everyone, lo- you know, keeps a good ground mount and a good flying mount or, yeah. Now, will that flying mount, uh, like, fly anywhere or is that yeah. just, like, gliding? No, oh, no, okay. they're fly- true flying mounts. That's, you, and then, like, the, the thing you level up is you get better, faster flying mounts and then you start breeding movement skills onto the mounts to make them even faster. And it, it's it's addictive, Kelly. Yeah, I need to go try to see if I can track down some ancient parts because I unlocked some of that stuff in the build tree. Have you fought any night. boss monsters on the map? Because they'll just keep dropping those every time you kill them. Oh, no. Um, I, I sort of cheesed catching a mammoth because two of them were fighting. Perfect. And I c- caught one. That'll uh, work. Well, its hit points was low, which was kind of neat. Nice. Um, yeah, so the I've other thing a- you do is like when you find like Pen King, um, farming him every hour is a good way to get some parts and and other ones that are low enough level that you can take is, is a good way to get those parts. And doing dungeons once you start finding those. Yeah, there's there's a dungeon like right by in my new base right now that I need to go. Uh, so they take are a look it's at. random where they are. So um, like the the spawn points are not random, but whether or not they're up is random. Kind of. Okay. So, like, you learn where the spawn points are and then have to check, like, is this one up? Is this one up? Ah, this one's up. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I, I was annoyed that pals apparently don't know how to use stairs. Yeah, the pal pathing in AI is uh, not great. Because I, I had built a second level to my, my little house where I was putting all the pal beds, and mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you idiots sleeping on the floor outside? Oh, don't worry about it. It doesn't even seem to matter if they can get to the bed anyway. We've started building beds on top of each other. We just make oh, a okay. stack of beds just to save room in the base, because it doesn't seem to, to hurt anything. <laughs> I, okay, that, that's really good to know. Yeah. Uh, I Ideally, it would, like, you'd get, like, and I don't even know, we can't trust that anything works in this game correctly, because, like, even the catch rate statues were bugged for a while. Um, but in theory, like, if they were sleeping on the bed and you build them a nice bed, they'd heal up faster. But 
it doesn't really work out that that matters because they're usually not low health when they're doing normal things. And they, the heal rate is high enough anyway that even on a slow bed, like it, it just doesn't matter. So you just like, whatever. Uh, it's about how fast their sanity recovers. But if they're sleeping all night long, then yeah, whatever. <laughs> but it's like also, why are you idiots starving yourselves? The, the food Every day. Every day I would log in and I'd start making medicine because everyone would be depressed because they couldn't find the food. Yeah, it's like the food's right, food bowl's like right out in the mm-hmm. open. Mm-hmm. They get stuck. Yeah. Like you, you pals are morons. I had yep. to just butcher the ones that are stupid. Yep. Every You log in, you remove them off from the base, you put them back on the base so they can figure out their pathing again, heal the ones that are depressed, grumble about how expensive that medicine is to make. Um, yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh, there's so many tips I can give you, Kelly. Uh... And, and as it is, I'm probably going to dump this when uh, Rebirth comes comes out anyway, because Rebirth is going to pretty much take up all of my time, mm-hmm. uh, apparently. I haven't even had a chance to boot up the demo yet. But you are enjoying it, though. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Th- this is a lot of fun. It makes me... It... This is basically what I kind of, I mean, even though I liked Pokemon Arceus, this is, this kind is what, of what it should have been, right? Yeah, what it should have been. Yeah. It's a, a more open world exploration. Just, just like to point out that Nintendo has yet to cease and desist these things. So um, I'm pretty sure all the uh, hand wringing about AI generated stolen models was uh, not real. We all, and, we all uh, got duped by the internet. <laughs> I am curious, Chris, what is with the Rule 34 bait? Oh, no. Uh, lizard that... Oh, Lavender. Yeah. 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 No, there's no excuse for her. That that creature should not exist in this world, but uh, she's there. Enjoy. She, she canonically, like, canonically mates with people. Looks like somebody had a Salazzle and Mewtwo in mind. Yep. Maybe it was a little bit too thirsty for Salazzle. I don't know. Quite. They they knew what they were doing. <laughs> Whoever made that. I, I have to know, is, the, is there a Gardevoir equivalent now? Because the internet has ruined that one for me. I don't. Hmm. Gardevoir, no. <laughs> okay. That's the only sexy one. If you can call it <laughs> sexy. Depending on your that taste, I I'm, guess. <laughs> that That one I'm surprised. Yeah, uh, um, there's plenty of others that are reminiscent of other Pokemon, and as well as the things that those Pokemon they're reminiscent of were originally designed on. <laughs> I think the thing that gets me in this game, though, is that uh, that they nailed the art style right. Which yeah, is right. Why yeah. the Pokemon look so similar. Because yeah. I, I caught like a manta ray, and it's like you knew how to draw the eyes and everything. To make it look like an actual Pokemon. Yep. So that's that's why it's not surprising me that people are like, "Oh, rip off." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, you're you're not wrong." Um, because uh, Matt and I have played Nexomon and a couple of other Pokemon clones, and I've always joked that those Pokemon clones look like uh, you asked an alien to. Or, what what your grandpa thinks Pokemon looks like. <laughs> and then, no, th- this game actually does look... So really, it's just big line art eyes? Is that is that the thing? Yeah. Okay, Yeah. cool. 
the, the eyes uh, on some of them, the the kind of minimalism. The, the, that's more of an old Pokemon thing because this, some of the newer Pokemon are a little bit too over-designed, if you ask me. Well, don't worry, because um, Score Bunny's in it, more or less. Only they made him grass-type this time. Ah. <laughs> and, and I've had a whatever the cat one is in my party, and I've kept him in my party. Kativa's he's cool, cute. yeah. He's, uh, not, he's not very strong, so you'll end up dropping him, but yeah, for now. Uh, there's also Mao. Well, I think you'll oh, like yeah. because it's called Mao. And uh, you put it in the branch and it drops money. <laughs> it's just an Egyptian cat <laughs> whose job is to walk around dropping money for you. <laughs> That's the opposite of a real cat. I know, right? <laughs> a money pit. <laughs> she says have, no, having to take one of her cats to the vet Monday because mm-hmm. uh, I think he's, she's got a bad tooth. Ooh, tooth time. And- and tooth surgery is always expensive for mm-hmm. kitty cats. The more you take out at once, the better, because you'll have fewer return trips. Yeah. Well, it, it's been a while since she's been to the vet, and she's oh, okay. kind of acting like she her mouth hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't want to look at it. Yeah. Oh. I don't want to look at it myself right now, because I don't want to hurt her. So it'll just be easier just to take her. But, um. But yeah, that that's pretty much all I've been playing. Cool. And I I am a bad I am a bad employee because I did not get a chance to read the news before the show. I woke up super late. Well, let's go through it together. Oh, but first, we have feedback. Feedback. Um our, our question last week was do you pay attention to reviews before buying a video game? Um, from Strawberry Eggs, we ha- she says, uh, I generally wait for reviews before buying a game unless it's part of a series that I really enjoy, like Fire Emblem or Pokemon, That which is funny because the last two in those series um, supposedly weren't as good as the other ones. <laughs> I- am I wrong? Mm. Slight- no. Slightly lower quality? Mm. I kind of missed your question because I was reading a good title suggestion from the chat. <laughs> oh, no, I said I just thought that it's funny that she said that uh, that it, she did, pays attention to reviews unless it's part of a series that um, she really enjoys like Fire Emblem or Pokemon. Oh, and the latest ones have been lower quality. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, agree. I, I, I still yeah. like them. I just thought that that was a, polished, uh, but lower quality. It's so weird. Also, um, I like Scarlet and Violet, so whatever. I haven't played that one, actually. I liked going to Pokemon School. God. Um, I didn't think that they were like as terrible as the internet wanted you to believe, but at the same time, I felt like uh, at least Scarlet and Violet could have used a little more time in the oven. They Well, they sure could. Uh, they were buggy, and they could have done so much more with it, which is always the problem with the Pokemon games lately. Like... If you guys had really went for it, you know, but no, we can't change the formula. Of course not. If they changed the formula, the fans would have a conniption fit. <sighs> they already I've are. Been, <laughs> I, I've been saying that for years. I, like all the people. Po- I love all oh, the tribalism. Like I, the Pokemon fans are out to condemn Pal World. But like, I thought the Pokemon fans were mad at Pokemon. Like, <laughs> 
what do you want? You don't want them to make games like they are, but you don't want other people to make games like they could be. Like, what do you want? You're just angry at everything. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's Pokemon fans in a nutshell. Oh. They want to just, you know, shake their fist at a cloud and go, you know, things were no. better in my time. And it's cloud like, is from Square Enix. It's different. I was going for Grandpa Simpson, but you know, yeah. Old man shakes fist at Cloud. Cloud um, uses Omni Slash. <laughs> like, what? Okay. It's super effective. It's super effective. Oh. <laughs> Back to Pokemon. Done. Uh, from Kroll, the bigger the backlog, the more inclined I am to wait for a review and or sale. That said, often physical games are at their cheapest before launch, and sometimes there is a risk of low print runs. I'm looking at you, school Atlas and NIS, and sometimes there are neat pre-order bonuses. Uh, I have some nice Zelda and Mon Hun key rings for my house and car keys. Long story short, I mostly wait for reviews, but I still pre-order print plenty. That's mm-hmm. hard to say. I still pre-order plenty. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that one. I, I had made a woman yelling at cat meme a while back that's like, don't pre-order games. And I said, but Nintendo only prints like three copies of the Fire Emblem Special Editions. Don't buy Special Editions is the is the next that's... follow-up, unfortunately. But I love my Fire yeah, Emblem okay. Special Editions. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you that that's my uh, Fire Emblem Fates retirement fi- uh, fund. <laughs> Callie. Callie, Callie, Callie. That that dual pack is worth yeah. Okay. A pretty penny. Wait, but what about the most recent? What was um uh, uh Colgate toothpaste worth? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even remember what it was. I can't even remember what it's actually named. Engage. Right. I like Colgate. <laughs> Side talking. <better>. Yes. <laughs> My take on Colgate Coon. That's right. We call him Colgate Coon. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Fire Emblem Engage. Was and a the game. And, and the Fire Emblem uh, Shadow Dragon with that glass NES cartridge. <sighs> oh, that one was beautiful. What? The the um, NES game that they put out a special edition for. Who did this? When? Off of the. Oh my gosh! Yeah. What is this from? Fire Emblem. Yeah, they like originally. They they made it like a replica SNES or NES box with a glass NES. Well, who made it? When did they make it? Nintendo. Nintendo made it. Like when it came out originally. Yeah. This was just oh recently. Recently, okay. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I'm looking at it. it. It looks like plastic. Is it actually glass? It's kind of a crystalline. Oh, cool. I, I, don't, I don't think it's. I cool. don't know what I would call it. It's a thing. Who cares? Well, so, because we don't have one, so we don't know what's made <laughs> out of. Right. Somebody made it. It's so pretty, though. I, it looks nice. Yeah. Got me that for Christmas. And, he, um, oh, you have it. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, when I have um, my, my own office, if we ever move houses, I want to uh, have a glass display case with with that and some of my other favorite series collectibles. But that's just me. Is this guy um, from, from which, Gamer. From, which one from is Gamer this Esquire, as a general rule, I prefer to wait for reviews when a game is not from an established franchise or the preview materials that I've that have I have seen are insufficient to convince me that the game 
Sorry, I'm reading this weird. It's because it's a big round. Kelly, it came with a freaking NES box and everything? Yeah. Oh, Kelly, this is is just like old... I'm an old man. You are an old man. This is just like how you got the games back when you got the games when you were in the 80s. That's why I wanted to Oh, I'm just... I'm nostalgia and hard. I need to... I need to go dig a Has grave and get in it. Shot up in price. <laughs> it's 120 bucks on PayPal to buy one right now. Yeah, but that's like yeah, complete. Because um, because I claimed my code. By the way, there's no. Oh, is there a code in there too? Yeah, for the Shadow Dragon. I don't know if you can still claim the code or not. Oh, which uh, right. e- which service was it on? Uh, it Nintendo was the eShop. Yeah, it was Nintendo Online. So it's on Switch? It got delisted. Yeah. It was Switch. But it was delisted? Yeah. Yep. On the Switch. Why did they delist yeah. it? Because Nintendo, Nintendo sucks. Because Nintendo hates people. What? what? You had like only a limited time. Like Even when they were like announced it. Why? They said it was a limited thing. And, and again, like it's been fully localized and everything and we all kind of went well why the heck would you do this why would you delist something that's in your own freaking catalog so you know who knows nintendo's gonna nintendo and we all just keep buying march 31st 2021 yeah that that was when they was experimenting with that crap like with the mario game Mm -hmm. what so what else what else are we talking about i'm uh, I was I was reading Gamer Esquire's response and please continue. Sorry. Uh, let me try that again. I prefer to wait for reviews when the game is not from an established franchise or the preview materials that I have seen are insufficient to convince me that this is a game I am going to love. Um, there are, however, certain developers that I'm willing to invest in day one. Unicorn Overlord is a perfect example, given VanillaWare's exceptional track record and the fact that every preview I've seen for the game convinces me it's going to be incredible. No reviews required in those cases. Other established series that I'm deeply invested in, such as Mana, Fire Emblem, Bravely, and Octopath are all titles I would pre-order without seeing a review. Wow, you have a lot of faith in Mana. I honestly like the system better when we don't have pre-orders and we have to rely on them doing a good job of previewing and showing the game and talking about it and getting you hyped up for it. So can uh, I be blasphemous? Go ahead. Sure. I, I don't. I don't pre-order anything anymore. That's not I blasphemous. Don't care about, well, that's it's normal. More that's way it should be. Don't just I, buy it on day one. You can buy it on day one if you want to buy it on day one. That's fine. I, just don't pre-order it. <laughs> well, it goes totally back to what I was saying earlier. Just. You know, we had such a gluttonous year of games in 2023, and then you see, like, a lot of these pre-order bonuses and stuff, and it's like, this is just stuff, Um, Uh and I'm trying to have less stuff in my house. Uh I have a puppy. She Uh She's already wrecked a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but Um, this acrylic cartridge is pretty cool. It's very cool. It'd be better if it actually worked. But that's kind of the point. (laughs) I just, I don't. I don't care enough anymore. And I'm like, I got monies and I just want to like buy what I'm interested in. And if I get told by other people, Hey, like you'd really like this. Okay. Well I'd either buy it on sale or I'll buy it when I'm working so that everybody in the town that I work for can play. (laughs) This makes the most sense to me. I mean, 
I cried the moment I had a customer request that they wanted that new Justice League game. I did buy oh, it for the library. I, I bought it for the library. Don't, yeah. don't, don't make statements about that game. There is a huge drama about if that game's good or not. And we don't want to wait. It's don't not about it. whether it's good or not. It's more, I have, I have to, like, again, when I'm buying stuff for the library, it's I buy what the people ask for. Okay. They want that. I'm going to buy it for them. You know what? If I have morbid curiosity about it, well, I can go borrow it from work instead of giving them money. Right? Like, mm-hmm. there's always ways around this kind of stuff. I mean, and again, if you are a lucky person who has a library system that loans out video games, go use it. Because mm. then you can just try a bunch of things. And then if you do want to invest money, well, you have a better sense of whether you like it or not. Like, video games are expensive, man. I've also just, I've been buying less games within the last couple of years, too. And it's just because either I'm reviewing stuff for the site, fair, or just because I'm just not that jazzed about a lot of stuff. I want to be excited! Final Fantasy Rebirth will do that, though. I think so. Me, too. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be so excited. I just, I can't wait. <laughs> So, <laughs> I, I, I thought of about this when we were talking about MASH. Should our question of the week this week be, what is your favorite old sitcom? <laughs> or is that a little too broad? Because <laughs> I, I don't think people realize that uh, people our age, like in our hovering around our early 40s, uh, watched a lot of Nick at Night as kids. I didn't have Nickelodeon. I lived oh. in Canada. Oh, I still my lived bad. in Canada. We now to be, we had Teletoon, so similarish. Well, to, to be fair, old Nickelodeon was just Canadian shows anyway, so you watched everything firsthand. So you were good. <laughs> you know, some of it. Yeah. I'm also tar- hardcore teasing you. Gosh, I'm so confused by the Suicide Squad review situation. I'm on Steam and it's very positive. I'm on Metacritic and it's generally unfavorable. These are user reviews. The critics hate it everywhere. <laughs> YouTube's having... Oh my gosh. I don't know what's going on. <sighs> or we can think of a better question of the week. The question was, do you... What was your no. favorite sitcom? Yeah. Old sitcom. Favorite old. Define old. Uh, I I almost want to cut it off at the 2000s. All right. So <laughs> 90s and earlier? A lot, of, yeah. a lot of stuff people are going to remember from the 90s and post. Either that or what did you watch with your parents? Because I, I watched a little bit of everything. But I do know that when Donna Reed was on Nick at Night, I was changing the channel. I uh, th- that that being said, I I remember s- staying up late when I was a teenager to watch Welcome Back, Cotter on Nick at Night. So oh, that's geez. my answer. Yeah, I was I I really didn't like watching old shows because I just I don't know I, at that age I just hadn't developed the, the sense of humor to appreciate them. So when I when I was younger, I appreciated Mr. Ed because you know talking yep. horse, mm-hmm. and and then later appreciated uh, I love Lucy because of the slapstick. 
I mean, the thing that I slept on for forever that I shouldn't was Taxi. Yeah, yeah. I've watched that a lot, too. Loved the episode of I Love Lucy with the donuts. Mm-hmm. With stuff in the donuts in their bras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic. Uh, you mean the chocolates? Or the chocolates? Yeah, it was, it was a chocolate yeah. conveyor belt. Yeah. Regardless, I want to yep. be that person. Yeah, that's... that's and I grow that up... That is the quintessential best episode that people love. When yeah. I grow up, I want to go to a chocolate factory and put chocolate down my shirt and steal chocolate. That's you know that that episode doesn't work as well if you know too much going into it. It just is. It has to come out of nowhere to really hit. That's true. Um, did you ever see the one where she uh, or she was trying to film a cough syrup commercial? Uh huh. Of, 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 of this stuff. Yep. Vitamin <laughs> <True>. regimen. <laughs> and it's tasty too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, trying to match Lucille Ball's comedic timing is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. And even now, there's not a lot of people who match that. No. No. Old people cast. <laughs> that's that's what we are. Mm-hmm. We're all showing our ages here. Where do we go? Where do you go to watch old sitcoms now? I think oh. still Nick at Night. So I don't I don't have cable. I don't have the, cable either. Get, the last yeah. time I checked it was they they were showing '90s stuff like Full House and Fresh Prince. Oh, you're killing me! <laughs> in, in Canada, oh, it's uh, Crave has a lot of them. No, I it's don't want to know the answer. I meant like without cable, where can I watch this stuff? But oh, know, I have no idea. Now Maybe hearing, Amazon now learning Prime? that Nick at Night has '90s things on tells me I'm about to die. No, what's worse is that that was like ten years ago, Chris. I'm I'm already dead. Okay. <laughs> Don't cry for me. I'm <laughs> already dead. <sighs> Maybe we should talk about the news. Oh, that, that's even more depressing. Though. Let's let's get it out of the way. Uh, very sad. I know. Um, Suikoden slash Chronicle creator Yoshitaka Murayama has passed away. Oh. Was he working on a new game? Is it? Did this come out of With nowhere? Yudin. Was he retired? I don't know. Yudin was his new game. So like, he was Yudin working on it. Okay. He was working on it. Um, but yeah, so no. This, uh, ongoing illness, yeah. but we don't know the illness. All right, that's fine. So all us uh, Suikoden fans out there, pour one out. Um, it's very sad, and I have I've had friends who have met Muriyama, and they've said like he is nothing but a sweet was a sweet person. Mm-hmm. So, did did they say how old he was? I don't think they did. Huh. I just didn't think that he was that old of a guy, but yeah, no, I'm not sure. Oh, pour one out, because it is sad somebody dying before their dream project comes out, unfortunately. I am sad. Well, and given that dream project is coming out in two months. Yeah. Funnily enough, I pre-ordered it last week. I have not. I actually haven't even ordered it for the library. I'm, I'm waiting on this one because I played... I reviewed Rising for the site, and I think we all remember how much I loved Rising. Yeah, I know it's a different. I know it's a different developer. I know that. You know that. But well, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. 
Well, t Target was having a sale, um, buy one, get one half off. So it, it not only knocked down a little bit of that pre-order, but also knocked down the price on some games I was uh, had my eye on anyway. Nice. So um, taking advantage of those uh, sales. Um, we've got Project Orcs announced, or should I say Project O-R-C-S? Uh, what that is. Um, this is basically a, an upcoming RPG that has a cooperative multiplayer experience that encourages players to both create and play through fantastical adventures, either from scratch, player-made, or with studio-created content. So it sounds like a kind of make your own RPG kind of thing. Okay. The the article unfortunately doesn't really go into that much detail. I I don't know, maybe Earth. one of those tabletop things. Maybe. Maybe. I, I got maybe. nothing on this one. Yeah. Um moving on, the sort of the Necromancer Resurrection has been announced. Um, this is a sequel to. Is this a sequel to Sword of the Necromancer? Um, is it in the what set? It's a remake of Sword of the Necromancer. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. It's a thing. <laughs> it's, it's a reimagining of the top-down dungeon crawler made with a new battle system and the ability to customize the AI of summon monsters. Neat. Yes. Question mark. Set to be released sometime in 2024. So there we go. Uh, we've got uh, Sharon the Wanderer uh, monster transformation details. Um, players can turn Sharon into a monster by, by many, making him eat peach buns. And these buns are randomly obtained by defeating monsters by either using the peach club or peach staff. And while you're a monster, you can take advantage of the new form to traverse to otherwise impossible areas. So that's kind of cool. Also neat. Um, yeah, because in the in the little screenshots, he turns into like a blowfish. So you can travel travel in water and stuff, which is kind of cool. Um, I can't wait to try this. I, I'm itching for a new mystery dungeon. So we've got that. Hey, hey, here's something to be excited about later. Uh, Ease 10 Nordics is coming to the West this fall. Woo! Um, it's already out in Japan. Came out late last year. Um, said to come out in fall of 2024. Um, and the American release is going to include English and French text options plus English and Japanese audio. This takes place in between the events of uh, Ease 1 and 2 and Ease Memories of Celsetta. So I guess sometime around the Othenfield Ghana thing. Um it all encounters the Normans slash Norse and gets his own ship, which, as as we have established, is a terrible idea for a. Don't give that man a ship. But it looks fun. I, I'm always down for a new East game. I'll be I'll be curious what uh, kind of crazy collector's edition is going to come out for this. Um, we've we've got more characters and combat details for Unicorn Overlord. Um. First of the, of the new characters is named Yunfi, who is an archer and a key member of the Frostblooms, who is a resistance group. We've also got Nigel the... Nigel the what? 
Oh, we lost Kelly. All right. No! That's fine. We have oh. Nigel, the leader of the Knights of the Sacred Heart. He became a reverend knight at a young age, became the leader after being key in Elbin's defense against the Noria. Um, Zyna is a fox bestral and captain of the snow petals. And uh, I don't know. We've got other stuff going on. But other things. I, just, I don't want to read like the whole article. Like I want to let you uh, you go read it yourself. But it looks like we got a lot of of characters being introduced. And if you don't recall, Unicorn Overlord is a real time strategy combat system where ally and enemy units face off. Each battle has victory conditions. Allied units are deployed from bases flying blue flag with players able to select units and order them towards locations. Am I back? You're back. Hello. My my headset just kind of died on me. Okay. I thought you have, I thought you guys were ignoring me and it's like no, I have no audio <laughs> in my ears. So I, I had to replug in my um USB headset. Sorry. Welcome back. Uh I I can't wait to try Unicorn Overlord. It looks really fun. Yeah. So like uh read the article for more details on all the on all the battle system stuff and uh and the characters that were introduced. Yay. Um we've got Paradise Interactive publishing the Mad Empire. Um this is a, a partnership with developer Experimentals Experimental Z Games. Uh the, the game is a roguelike action-based dungeon crawler that will come to Steam early access later this year. With with a mix of roguelike and party base uh, RPG elements, base building and action RPG stuff. Cool. Very pretty. The, yeah, the game kind of looks like Ultima to me, or old school. So that that is all the actual news story. Now we've got uh, new release dates. Um, <laughs> we're gonna butcher this name. Astro Libra Revision Gaiden: The Cave of the Phantom Mist gets a PC release date. Um, I guess it already happened on February 13th. The Nintendo Switch version is going to be coming. What is this? Side-scrolling. Oh. <laughs> we got dogs doing things. Uh, yeah. so, side-scrolling. Um, is this action combat with dress-up? I'm very confused. That is a weird spider thing. Okay. I don't know what's going on. Um, and there's a pig with a lottery ticket. You should check out this game. It's got a weird look. <laughs> um, we've got that was Ast Libra Revision Gaiden. Sorry, carry on. We've also got include Inculinati. Inculinati. This is the one with uh, the medieval paintings coming to life and being kind of like a tactical side-scrolling game with combat. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's expected to come out on February 22nd on Switch, PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, and Series X. Um, we also have an impression of the demo build of the game that you and can like read. One of the ladies, one of the characters is named Hildegard, and Hildegard von Blingen does these like medieval remakes of popular songs, and like they've got her singing in the trailer and stuff, so she's a YouTube channel actually followed, so I think that's cool that she's in the game. <laughs> it's neat. Is that one of the ones that does like a bardcore version yeah. of Through the Fire and Flames? So, uh, I don't know if it's uh, if she did that one, but uh, let's see. Fire and Flames. Did she? 
Uh, da, 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 da. I don't think she did. Maybe someone else did. Yeah, I I had gotten a, I went down a bardcore rabbit hole. Oh, that was that's Al Algol the Bard is the one okay. you're thinking of, the tavern version. That's also yeah. really good. <laughs> um uh, Loop Hero is coming to mobile. Oh. I I have this. I have not played it yet. It's a card-based RPG where the, an evil lich has trapped the world in an endless loop, and you have to assemble a deck of cards uh, in a loop to keep the hero alive. It's it's looked really interesting. I have yet to boot it up, but I've been dying to try it. Um, so that's that. The Thaumaturge has been delayed to March. Um, it's now going to launch on March fourth, twenty twenty four. Uh, this this is a game that takes place in an alternate version of Warsaw, and there's supernatural beings called beings called Salutors that exist in the cracks of the real world. Um, and I, I guess you're using your abilities to stop them. Nobody seems that. I know nothing <laughs> about this game. I'm sorry. I, the name sounds familiar. I yep. think we've talked about it, but it didn't clearly didn't leave an impression. I mean, this um, looks like a PC RPG where you're walking around and having conversations with people, and then we break into combat, and the combat is, I don't know, he's summoning blood to give people status effects, and then there's, like, little cards to choose what to do, and he's, like, summoning demons, so is this, like, just medieval persona? That's <laughs> what it looks like. It's like a medieval SMT game, isn't it? <laughs> With, with less dungeon crawling <laughs> and then you're back to pc rpg style exploring walking around clicking on things managing your inventory i don't know what else is going on actually do i see an inventory maybe not anyway so we got a long seven minute video showing how stuff works in the game so check it out it looks interesting uh it's like one of those um is this is this european developed i assume um bu- 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 bu. Well, it's set in Warsaw, but that doesn't really tell me who made it. Um, but it's got that look of like, you know how um, Vampire came out of nowhere and people kind of liked it? This looks like one of those games that could do that. Yeah. Oh, what was the release date? Uh, <laughs> the 20th. I, All right. Okay. Oh, no, it's pushed back to March 4th. I was about to say, I don't know. I closed, closed the story. <laughs> oh, here's a Kickstarter game coming out, Kelly. Blade Prince Academy? Yeah. Um, coming out March 7th via uh, Steam. Um, you're in the role of the Blade Princess, princes who are trained warriors with protecting, tasked with protecting a city by taking on gangs, cults, and monsters. Looks like there's a cat girl in your party. Looks kind of like Hades. Yeah, the art style? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a cat boy, cat girl? Warren, the deadly sniper. So you have a cat ranger. <laughs> Cute. This, this I already said this when this comes out. Um it's kinda cool. Be certainly willing to give it a try. Um not not so much for our next game, but it's getting delayed anyway. Uh Neptunia Sisters versus Sisters has been delayed. Um it was originally gonna come out in April, but they haven't said what the new later date is, and this is for the Xbox version of Neptunia Sisters versus Sisters. Okay. Um, I didn't know people still played Neptunia games. Oh, don't say those things, Kelly. People play. People like the Nep Nep. Ah. Uh, 
I mean, uh, even yeah. even this year's um, awesome games done quick. I would go into the chat, and people would be saying one's nep nep. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I don't know. <laughs> This hurts. Aww. Stop the trailer. Stop the trailer? Okay. What's what's next? Let's see. Uh, uh, Tamarack Trail release date has been announced. Uh, it's going to come out on February 29th. This has a neat this look. This has a side-by... Canadian game? Oh, is it? It takes place in Canada for some reason. I don't know why. So it's a dot... It's a rolling uh, D6s, but it's a deck builder? RPG? With physics-based rolls. Oh, boy. So I guess you choose what things are on each side of your die. And then, of course, you roll them in combat, and things happen based on what comes up. And the dies can roll into each other. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, and then it's the, the battle system looks like any other card-based side, side view, you know, roguelike sort of thing. So, and the, art style. the art style pretty. is really pretty. So it is very pretty. What is um? What is this on? February twenty ninth. Oh my gosh! It's competing with Final Fantasy. <sighs> Switch Ultimate and Earth. Xbox, and then uh, Steam as well. And um, you know what? For the price point that they're launching it at, it's that's on everything. Not bad. Yeah, fifteen bucks. Everything. It's from Euro Games, which I feel like I should know what that is. Um, maybe I'm just thinking of the Euro Girl from divinity original sin 2 um but uh yeah they just made this okay so yeah okay that's all the new release dates we had content appear like three or four things to- what we have content and new releases to talk about we do yes so uh here we've got three games that i was able to note are coming out this week minus whatever we just talked about that actually is landing this week which is not i don't know the Biggest release for us, I guess, to care about is Bandle Tale, a League of Legends story. No, that's that is no? not true. Um, but <laughs> that is what, what is it, then, Chris? What is it? Uh, it's me. the next. It is the next one. But Bandle Tale is kind of the League of Legends story where all the cute little Bandles, Yordles, um, have their village in Bandle Land or whatever, and you go around and do like. I don't even know what you do in this game. We've talked about it before, and I can't remember. Is it like a farming sim? They made it out like it was supposed to be a cozy game. Yeah, very much a cozy game. Set in the League of Legends world, and, you know, you play... I know about League of Legends. Well, this is the the race... All the cute things that you play as, like Teemo, this is where they're from, and you get to do stuff. That's like so cute! Yeah, right? Um... Timo is kind of like the Boy Scout of um, League of Legends. And uh, yeah, I'm Timo. People hate him. Uh, so, Timo players. Then Riot Forge is the most important thing? Question mark. No, the next game is Last Epoch. Oh, last, I don't know what things epic. are. I can't read. Yeah, let me let me let me pare this down for you. Read. Yeah. So there's three <laughs> games: Battletail, Last Epoch. Um, which has been in early access for like years. Um, it's an action RPG, so it's competing with Diablo 4 and Path of Exile. Um, this is what I'll be playing this week. Um, jumping I in. I thought you said you were playing Path of Exile. No, no, I'm jumping to Last Epic. 
because that's coming out. They're finally hitting I'll 1.0. Yeah, so they're they're coming out in 1.0. Um, and, I mean, if Path of Exile was having a new season this week, that would be different, but they're not because that would be crazy to compete with Last Epic's release because it's the same audience. Uh, Last Epic is, uh, they've been, this is going to been coming for a while and, uh, this is uh, a big deal in the action RPG world. So we'll see where this lands. Is it, is it truly as good as people have been saying it is? Is the 1.0 release going to go great? Is it going to go poor? Will this game have legs? Is it the true Diablo 4 killer that Path of Exile, which is also the Diablo 4 killer, but hasn't killed Diablo 4, will this finally put the nail in the coffin? I don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> Look, I don't know stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be. Anyway, this is on Steam, and uh, it's like 35 bucks. So that'll be on Wednesday, I think it's coming out. So that's the 21st? Yay! Right. And then King Arthur Knight's Tale from Neocore, the people who made another action RPG, the Van Helsing games, but this is not that. Uh, this is uh, King Arthur's Knight's Tale is a unique hybrid between turn-based tactical games and traditional character-centric RPGs. So, whatever that means. Okay. <laughs> what what, I don't know what a traditional character-centric RPG is supposed to mean. I got nothing. Yeah. This is the one where you're Modred and you have to go clean things up after like Arthur is undead and stuff. I don't know. Uh, so you gotta, you gotta go. You're the bad guy. Now you gotta go save the world. The end. <laughs> go see that what it's actu- like. That actually could be a very interesting perspective. I've always had kind yeah. of a curiosity about Modred. So what's going on this week is actually is a, a port to other platforms because uh, it's been out for a while on PC, it's coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series. So this is its uh, console release for King Arthur's Knight's Tale. And um, uh, we probably have a review of it, right? No. No? Oh, you checked? Right. I mean, as far as I know of, I don't think anyone is doing a review for it. No, I mean, it would have been in 2022. Oh! That's oh, why I'm asking. Um, uh, Knight's Tale. I don't think there still was one of that. There was a deep look. I think Phil Willis might have done something. Oh, he probably bailed out then. Yeah, that means it wasn't for him. Sorry, That's like fine. I was like, right, if this is coming out again, then yeah, no. Um, we That's probably cool. did a deep look for it. It's getting an expansion, get. or it has the expansion. Does this have the expansion? I don't know. I don't know. So the expansion comes out early this year. Um, yeah, so this doesn't have the expansion, I guess. So anyway, there you go. Go check that out if you're into the King Arthur games. And that's all I've got for you for new releases. So what do we got for editorials, Kelly? We have Banishers, the Ghost of New Eden review from Zach Webster. What was this game? This is the one that is made by Don't Nod, who make uh, Life is Strange, Vampire. And this is the one about the husband who loses his wife. His wife turns oh, yeah. into a ghost. And then they... The combat. They work together to to seal away ghosts, but she is a ghost, so he's like technically breaking the rules because he doesn't want to say goodbye to her yet. But I'm sure that's going to be one of the last things in the game is you have to seal her away or whatever. You make choices based on like kind of how you want their relationship to to be and all that kind of stuff. Ow, I proofed this review, so Uh, they liked it. Three and a half out of five. Uh, Strong central relationship that anchors the story. Dialogue's pretty good throughout. 
premise and setting show promise, but the game's mysteries mostly play themselves, the combat is too prescriptive, and RPG elements tend to emphasize this, whatever this is. The emphasize the prescriptive combat, I guess. Yeah. Okay. The combat's the biggest complaint. Yeah. From okay. what I understand, um, when I was asking Zach questions, yeah, he just said like there is, there's not a lot of like thinking involved. Like uh, everything feels very repetitive and stagnant. And, That's too bad. But it's you know we we were having this discussion actually in the staff chat and that's kind of weirdly to be expected when you think of like some of the action games that don't not have has made right like i adored remember me but my god the combat in that game was not very good <laughs> so it, it makes me a little sad to know like the combat game was not up to here but the story is still really interesting so I, I actually i am curious about this one like i think i might check it out at some point when did this come out uh last week and then we have another one, right? Um, yeah, from uh, Muhammad Lamine Koibali. Muhammad Lamine Koibali, a new writer from the staff, it seems, uh, is hoping for the female protagonist in Persona 3 Reload a Lost Cause. I guess yes. Uh, actually, no. Um, I think there's some info that the the writer that Muhammad didn't have. Um, they've they've data mined the game and they found the the bits in there for DLC options where they're going to have like um, at the very least the answer and it it's very likely that they could also have the female protagonist in there as well. So I think it's actually oh. I think hope is still worth having. Um, and uh, the the producer of the game was very clever and said, well, there won't be an enhanced version of this game. It's like, yeah, why would you need it if it's going to be? Um, oh yeah, here it is. Here, despite Wada's comments, leaks have said su- Muhammad did cover it. Leaks have suggested the answer from Persona Three FES will be added as DLC, with some data miners strengthening its plausibility. Whether these hints are correct or not, Atlas didn't make any announcement regarding the aforementioned DLC as of yet. At this point, if seeing the answer added to Persona 3 Reload is plausible. The female protagonist inclusion is, however, shrouded by cl- thick clouds of uncertainty. So, um, I think there's a good chance of it, personally. But, we'll see. Okay. I, I don't want to be that person, because I tend not to like that person. But, they charge $70 for this game, and they're going to be ch- charging for the yeah. answer and female protagonist yeah. on top of that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, like, like that is that is some bullshit. Yeah. So when you so, told I'm me sorry. earlier, uh, Atlas doesn't know who their audience is. This is my counter. They know exactly who their audience is, and an audience who will pay for all those bits again. Look, everybody wants money. I know. Right? Like it is the I want to do ten cents worth of work, but I want to make sure that I'm charging Wait. you at least a dollar. I'm the one who said they didn't know who their audience is. So this is my counter to myself. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> It's a full circle. It's moment. a full circle moment. But I mean, that's that's it though. So no, I know that's the industry these days, and it's bullshit. Yep. Yep. Utter. Hey, crap. watch the. Let's watch the language, ladies. I said crap. You did. Thank you. I have only used two swears this entire. Oh, you're class. counting. Okay. You gave yourself I a mean, limit. I don't know if anyone else has like been like. I haven't. No. Tracking how much swearing I've been doing, but I feel like I think you've done a wonderful I have job. Done two 
Ooh. You've done and a I wonderful job. And I didn't use makeup swears mm-hmm. either. Ooh. Like fartsicles. I had to use a made-up square at some point. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, I'm going to ask you what you're going to play this week, and you're probably going to tell me. So, I mean, Sam, what are you playing until the next time we see you again? Uh, Atelier Sophie 2. Okay. I'm going to play that. And maybe some other video games. What about you, Kelly? Uh... The Yuffie DLC for um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, more Pow World, and more Infinite Wealth. And I will be finishing up Yakuza 2 and then jumping to the last epic, last epoch, last epoch. Epoch! Epoch? Epoch! That's what we're calling it? It's not last epic, like... Um, I've heard an epic of time. Yeah, I have heard pronounce it that time. That way, yes. And I don't. Again, as I said earlier, I don't know stuff. Epic, <laughs> like epic. <laughs> I'm I'm clicking the button on the dictionary that it come comes up on Google. Epic. So it's epic instead of epic. Epic. Okay. Epic. Like it's got that schwa. Epic. So it's epic. Yeah, it's got the little upside down e back upside down backwards e. So. Is the Unix epic finally ending? So last epic. Sorry, that's how she's saying it. You can't hear this, but like I'm hearing this voice. I'm epic, epic. In any I'm case. trying to emulate it. Um, yeah. That's so what you're going to play. That's what I'm going to play. And uh, we'll see if it, it holds me for a while. I do have my buddies. I was playing uh, Cyrail and his friends who we play Path of Exile with. I think we're going to be jumping into this and it should be fun. And we'll see when where that goes. And that'll probably hold me for a bit. And I'm going to finish Yakuza 2 and then do this because I think it'll be good to take a break after finishing two Yakuza games in a row from just jumping into more and more and more and more. Uh, yeah, don't want to burn I, out. I usually, <laughs> I, usually, I usually need a palate cleanser after certain or after Yakuza just because they can be a little heavy, yeah. especially towards the end. Yeah, I don't know. for some reason I finished one. I was like, go, go, go. Next two, two, two. <laughs> but it's like Long games I was gonna do Final Fantasy 7 originally and then it was like no I want more okay <laughs> guess that's what I'm doing for the last epic comes out um yeah uh yeah no that's really it yeah and I'm done with Pal World I'm done with POE for this season and yeah Final Fantasy 7 was where I wanted to go next so if I can make that happen it's not gonna happen this week though so maybe next week we'll talk about that oh no next week we will talk about Game of the Year stuff it's our game of the year show. Yes, yes. Do the game of the year show. Cool. Uh, is that the at the normal time? I should probably check. No. no, you're the one organizing it. No, Phil is the one organizing it. Oh. And I don't know what's going on with that. It's like back in my hands somehow, and I don't know what's happening. Um. Set. Oh, it's going to be at, later in the afternoon on Saturday. Cool. Yay. Yay. Alrighty. And I need to add somebody to this. No, they were Because I, I don't know if I'm going to be on that one or not, because I kind of wanted to give people that actually reviewed games on the site a chance to speak, Yeah, that's the goal. Then, yeah. But but then Matt was like, but Kel, you played everything last year. And it's like, yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, then you're good. Yeah, as long as you so, played it all. That's why I want people other than me, since I didn't play everything. So I want people with I better perspective. also played a lot. It's just unfortunate that uh, it is my weekend to work. 
Aww. So you guys will have me in spirit when you talk about the Sam Marcello Best Sex Award. All right. We all know who's winning that. Right. Bear sex. <laughs> oh, thanks, everybody. We're going to see you next week. Thanks to Sam and Kelly for being on the show. Thank you for watching. Catch us live 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, most Saturdays. Uh, not next Saturday. And um, stay tuned for a Game of the Year episode next week. And I hope you enjoy it. Until then, um, so in two weeks, we'll have a normal show again. And until then, I say goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.